Hello, welcome to the Content Creators Blackpool YouTube channel. If you're watching on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or anywhere else we're putting this, then hello and welcome. My name's Jed Mills, and with me is our Chief Content Director, Brad Patiso. Um, and we're talking today about video marketing in 2024 and where we think it's going to go, because in COVID, video was absolutely everywhere, TikTok exploded, and video content was just huge. Then we saw a little bit of a shift where Facebook, Instagram, they jumped on the trend of video, and then they started to go, you know what, we're not going to throw this as far as maybe what we did. We still like graphics, and started to change things up a little bit. Um, so we're going to look at video marketing 2024 and where that places really this year for your content and for what you want to do in your business and get it out there. Because let's be honest, it's what we do at Content Creators Blackpool. We are a digital marketing agency. We make websites, we do video, we do graphics, branding, we do the full work. So we just want to help you guys out and that's the purpose of the channel. Leave your comments, subscribe and let's see. And if you've got any advice, tips or you want to ask any questions that we can ask on a future episode, then please do that. Right, Brad. Uh, video marketing 2024, what sort of, where are we going to go, what angle are we going to go at? So I've uh, made some notes prior to this episode. Yeah. I think the first thing, Just and we've... let's, what, oh, where you have you made your the, notes? There you oh, go. Oh yeah, a little content creator bottle yes, notebook. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, go on. So the first thing I've written down, I think we're going to see even more of an integration of podcast into video, into shorter form video as well, rather okay. than 30 minutes of us sitting, talking back and forth. Yeah. I think we're sort of going to see, and in a way, it sort of goes back to the early days of YouTubers who would do like confessional style videos. They'd sit at the end of the bed and they'd talk and it's very personalised content. And in a way, we're sort of seeing podcasts in shorter form take that sort of style. Yeah. Where like we, we do one for director first. Yeah. Where it's very much just sit and talk about whatever the topic is with a lot of transparency. That's the second thing actually I've got written down. I think we're almost entering an age of transparency. Well, honest, honesty. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a, there's definitely a grey area to it. Because there's obviously the thing is with any sort of marketing that people do, and you know we've seen it before, haven't we? Even in in our agency, you sort of go, okay, what's worked for us, um, for our clients, and whatever works, obviously you can brag about that. You know, you can have our two million reach impressions, etc., and look how wonderful we are. Um, some of that is down to like an event, you know, if it's a festival, well, of course you're gonna get that much traction because um, it's a huge event that's trending. But on other things, sort of drier kind of service-based industry stuff, um, it's a little bit harder to get those numbers. So yeah, I suppose agencies maybe have to go, oh, we're number one in the, yeah, in sort of top 10 in, these yeah. sort of basic services. Well, I was on TikTok the other night and I followed this guy called uh, Stanley Henry. Yeah. And he has uh, an agency similar to ours. Um, they blew up massive post-COVID in New Zealand mm -hmm. and they're working with some of the biggest brands and the stuff they do is amazing. Um, and this was really what made me think about the age of transparency thing. He sat down the other night and he did a TikTok where I'm pretty sure he basically read at the, what he'd written down at the start of 2023 were his predictions for his company what he thought his profit would be, what he thought his turnover would be, um, where he thought he'd be in followers, okay. and where he thought he'd, he'd 
brought on new clients and new uh, staff as well. Yeah. And where he thought his staff's personal accounts would be follower-wise and traction-wise. Oh, okay. That's interesting. And he basically just read all the numbers out and then talked very openly mm. about what they'd made by the end of 2023. Obviously, the financial year does yeah, yeah, roll yeah. over into 2024. Yeah. And what he was expecting to make before the end of the financial year. And I think, in a way, this age of transparency, yeah, it's, it's not always clear and cut. Obviously, it's becoming a marketing tool. Yeah, the okay. idea of appearing transparent is becoming a marketing tool okay. almost. So, yeah, just be... Uh, is it, I suppose, put yourself out there a little bit more? Yeah. And, and, it's, and do you think we're going to see... Because obviously on socials, and, and you know, we, we do this ourselves, you know, in our company, if you look at our socials, everything is how great we are or how wonderful work we've done, which of course, that's what you want that's to do. You want to promote yeah. how, how, what you've done and achievements and stuff like that. Do you think then you're going to see in terms of video wise, people being a bit more honest in terms of, like say for us, you know, we recently lost a client um, in terms of, it's not like we gained a client, but we, we thought we'd got them over the line and it was quite a, a big amount of money, which probably would have allowed us to bring somebody else on and it didn't come off. You think people will start talking about that sort of stuff? I think in a way, yeah. I think especially these uh, like younger business owners, should we say. Yeah, yeah. I think they know very much, if they've got a younger target audience, they're on TikTok, they're on Instagram, and they have now sort of grown up in this generation, like I was touching on before, this YouTube thing where yeah, yeah. everything's very transparent, everything's very personalised and open. And by being open and by sort of saying, this one didn't work out, uh, maybe this is why, they're still, in a way, they're showcasing their product and they're sort of saying to their audience, look, I'm genuine, I'm being open. Trustworthy. Yeah, okay. exactly. So there's a bit of, yeah, openness, transparency, and... In a, a way, yeah, and an celebrating insight. your losses as well as the wins. Yeah. So you think that's what we're going to see quite a bit this I think, year? Yeah, I think we're certainly going to we're certainly going to see more of an insight into businesses. This sort of goes. Do you think on we should do that? Because well, technically, we are. We like, are. Listen, it's this is sort of though. This is where yeah, this sort of okay. thing's heading. Okay, because we are obviously doing this is our brand new channel, so we're you know we're, we're putting stuff out there. Um, so yeah, maybe we do celebrate. Not celebrate losses, but you know, talk about it a little bit it more. It sort of pushes onto my third point I've written down: accessibility. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Fantastic example on the main stage is uh, Apple and the iPhone. Yeah. So now Apple are very much they've been doing it for a couple of years now, but they've really zeroed in on this shot on iPhone thing. Right. So Olivia Rodrigo released her song "Getting Back" yeah. in twenty twenty three. Yeah, oh, that's right. Um, it was last year, I'm pretty sure. Someone, and will, someone will comment. The, someone will tell me I'm wrong. And um, the whole thing with it really, it opens on shot on iPhone and then the name of the director. Okay. So I, I have a bit of a gripe with it. In the, in yeah, you're, a pure, you're a purist though, because you did a, you are a film yeah, degree yeah, student. Yeah, I have a yeah, film yeah. degree, but my issue with it is, it's shot on iPhone, but then when you watch, the, some of it is literally shot on an iPhone with a small rig, and it's okay. handheld. Yeah, yeah. Some of it is on big dolly tracks and cranes and... On an iPhone. Yeah, right. so it's like, the, it's the, shot the, on iPhone. The, the average Joe ain't going to get. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 without without yeah, a yeah, grand yeah. budget yeah. to see this music video. Yeah. yeah. So... In terms of quality and saying, look how good this image is, look at the colour, yeah. look at the, the science behind it, it's fantastic. But there is also the other side to it that some people will take away of, yeah, but I don't have that, I don't have that crane. Yeah. But what, what 
Apple are doing is saying, look, we're taking you behind the scenes and we have shot this on a product that we want to sell you. Yeah. And so when you see smaller companies sort of take this approach, it's sort of, it, again, it goes back to this almost genuine feeling, but it's making them accessible. Yeah. And it's sort of saying to their audience, we're the same. Mm. We both have the, we both have this iPhone. Apple are saying, most people have an iPhone. Yeah. Most people have access to some kind of phone. And look what we've done for one of the biggest pop stars on the planet yeah. with the thing that you can do. So get. essentially, what you have in your pocket is capable a, of shooting. A huge, yeah, yeah, capable of shooting music, video, films, um, and a huge tool. And we sort of have championed that as well. I mean, in terms of, yes, we're recording these on cameras. Um, you know, Brad, you've got to invest in a, a new full-frame camera. You have to say, though, um, a full-frame camera that we use for our Winter Gardens TV projects that we're doing at the moment... Um, you just can't recreate that on no, an iPhone. Really I, I know what they're saying about everything, and it is amazing what you can do now, but full-frame stuff and the college imagery, 8-bit, yeah. 10-bit, you know, even more, um, I, I, I don't think you, they don't have the capability. And why would they? They're a phone, they're yeah. multi, multi-tool. But they don't have that capability, which, which that does. So I still think there is an element of, you know, it, if you want to go for something more premium, but I suppose what this is, is that don't be frightened to, 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 to get your phone the, out, yeah. just start creating content um, and start filming open and transparent stuff, I suppose. Yeah, and I think my final point, the final thing I've written down, my big prediction is an emphasis on short form storytelling. Okay. So I've, we saw quite a bit of it on TikTok the last few years, but I think I follow a guy on TikTok called Leo Olson. And he's not the only one doing it, but for me, I think he was one of the first ones I really saw doing it, where they will take you on a journey that, say, he works, he works for a toy company now, um, but he worked previously for a cereal brand, and they had an issue with, like, importing their cereal from Germany or something, and it was a big crisis that was going to cost them tens, if not hundreds of thousands, yeah. customers lost. And he saw an opportunity to tell the story on TikTok. Okay. And it did, I'm pretty sure it did millions of views. Right. And he basically said, like, um, like he'll start out like, we see it sometimes where you'll start with the end of your TikTok, if that makes sense, yeah. so that it loops perfectly. Yeah. And he'll say, like, our business had a, a nightmare in Germany. And then he went with one of them, like, tried to contact them, first of all, in Germany, customs, and then took the audience on the journey. Mm. And this audience that uh, have no idea, really, what this serial company is, all of a sudden are invested in what's happening in Germany. And right. they're thinking about the product and they're thinking, wow, this must be a big company yeah, because yeah. they're dealing with things in Germany yeah, yeah. and they're based in London. And, yeah. and, they've, and he does it all the time with different things. He's working at a toy company at the minute and he'll tell a minute and a half story that will probably get as much traction as they would if they, if they employed a high-end promo to be made. Okay. In a minute and a half, shot on his iPhone, edited in Premiere in probably a day. So, which is great, and that's unbelievable, is that... It's not for everyone. It won't no, work for, but it's I'm not saying, universal. I suppose that the point of video marketing is um, it's getting yourself out there, but like any sort of marketing, the point has got to be making sales on the end of it. Yeah, absolutely. That's got to be the point of it. So, I suppose that sort of marketing to... I'm guessing that is a, a long sort of burner on terms of 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Might they've, they've not sell be, your cereal they've tomorrow. They've got to be putting one of them out every other day. Right. They've got to be for me. They've got to be turning them around consistently. Yeah. They build a following, and so it's it's not. I I wouldn't watch it and go, wow, that cereal's in Germany. I want I'm to try this it. cereal. Yeah. I might go, oh, that's really good. I'll follow them because I like the style of their videos. Or, yeah. Oh, that was a really good minute and a half. I've just spent watching that. Yeah. And I'll watch 10, 15 over the space of a month and go. Do you know what? I'm going to try this cereal. I was going to say, but then maybe when you see it in the supermarket, I'm going to go, oh, that, you're just that's that one that Leo also made. Yeah, Let but me it try may it. take three or four months. So that's, oh, yeah, a, so that's another thing, like sort of with video marketing, putting yourself out there in terms of just getting content out, making sure that the content, what you're doing is consistent. That's something we always play on, isn't it? Consistent content. Get content out there all the time because... You know, yes, people um, might might see it, might really not relate to what you're doing at that point, but there's, there might be something down the line that they might relate to, which then in four, five, six months, they'll start to purchase your content or, or your product or whatever it might be if they need it. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Right. So that's our first little series. That's video marketing and sort of what we think will happen in 2024. So really what we're thinking it's going to be is shorter form sort of content coming to a fore in terms of like being honest and transparent. So in a way, celebrating your losses as well as your wins, putting the losses out there as well as the wins. Why will that be, we think will be a big thing for 2024 is because people or other brands will trust you. Yeah, people, not, people want to feel yeah, like they're trusting what they're buying. Because they're let's buying be into. honest, not everything's amazing. You know, and in business, it's hard, it's hard work, and you don't win every client, you lose clients to other people, you don't win contracts, you might think you've won it, and within the last two minutes, it goes to somebody else. And that can be devastating, you know, it can be absolutely devastating. So where you've kind of accounted for it, we always say that a client ain't a client until the money's in your bank. So, but like they say about football, and do you look at the league table um, and all footballers say, no, we don't. Let's be honest, you always look Everyone's at the league table. At, yeah. And it's like us, when you get a call from a client, you're like, right, how much is that going to add to the bottom line and what can we do with that sort of money? Uh, but it's not always the case and it can be very, very disappointed. So sort of celebrating those losses will make you more trustworthy uh, and transparency. That's what we think will happen in 2024. Leave us your comments. What do you think will happen in 2024? It'd be great to sort of have a discussion and a, and a conversation on what you think will be trending in 2024 um, and what you think may die off in 2024. Do you think TikTok has possibly had its day? Are we all a little bit bored of it? Are we all now too busy to keep scrolling through TikTok? What about other things as well? Do you think video marketing is coming back on the rise when maybe it was losing a little bit. You had to have a mix of definitely graphics and content, copywriting and video, whereas probably in COVID it was all about the video. Do you think video is going to sort of make more of that big comp uh, connection with people where you possibly need 70% of your marketing on video? Let us know what you think. That's what we think anyway. Thanks for watching. Yeah, hit the subscribe button and we'll see you on the next episode.